Welcome to Slightly Biased Sports, an unfiltered sports podcast that's unlike any you've listened to before. They speak the truth and aren't afraid to hurt some feelings. Now, from the backwoods of Arkansas, here's your hosts, Tyler and Dakota. Ready, ready! Welcome to Slightly Biased Sports. I'm Dakota. And it's Tyler, and it's a special day. Unless you're an Auburn fan, kick fucking rocks. This ain't the show for you today. Nope. If you're an Auburn fan, I'm assuming you're not listening to any sports shows today. Yeah, it's one of those just like when the Chiefs ended up losing the AFC Championship to the Bengals. I didn't listen to sports shows for four or five days. Yeah, no, you just he, can't do it. You can't do it. No. If you're an Auburn fan, you've buried your head in the sand because you lost that number one spot. And we're about to add insult to injury today. And talking like Devo, Dunk, at the buzzer, nuts in your face, insult to injury. I also can't figure out if that counted or not. They didn't Because I don't think they put it on the score. They put it on the score, they took it off the score. It it counted. I'm furious that they did not count it. But it did count. It did count. We're here with y'all. We're recording on Wednesday, the 9th at the moment. You're going to hear this Thursday the 10th. At which point it will be T-minus three days till mustache time. Mm. I'm itching mm. for, fucking it, for a month You're now. itching for a moose mashing. Uh, I've looked up YouTube videos on how to properly cut Ooh. a fantastic mustache. Mm. I'm probably going to fuck it up. YouTube is pretty much what taught us to do everything when we were growing up, especially like once we get, first got to Fort Campbell. YouTube's how I figured out how to do everything on my O2 Silverado well, that, that I never thought I'd do. Well, that plethora of fucking issues with it. Yes, but it was also good because that's <laughs> how I learned everything. Yeah. And it was also nice having a... A fucking mechanic shop on post that was only like three dollars an hour to, to use. To use all the fucking and they tools. had lifts and everything. Yeah, that's fantastic. Because you had to replace about seventeen U joints on that truck. I did. I did. All the while, I Still think I was really one happen. fucking them up. Probably. Yeah. But it's Wednesday the ninth. You got to hear it on this on Thursday morning. Uh, we're clearly going to begin this with a with a a post game breakdown, not breakdown, but reaction to Arkansas beating Auburn by four in overtime. Got to. Absolutely have to. We're here in the great state of Arkansas, born and raised. We got to kick off with it. And then I'm not sure what else Dakota has. We're gonna we're gonna start. I apologize. We're actually gonna start with a couple. We got a couple hypotheticals. Okay. Then we'll go into Arkansas talk. We 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 guess I think we got some good responses from the the last hypotheticals. Judging from the text messages I got this morning and yesterday morning, I believe people enjoy it. I enjoy it. I enjoy it too. It makes me actually think. So we're gonna do hypotheticals first. Then. Woo pig stomping Auburn dick in. Bingo. We'll get some huge news in the baseball world. No, it's not that the season's going to start on time. I wish. But there's news. And then we got, obviously, so we get the Super Bowl. We had a lot of coaching hires solidified this week. Uh, a few more interesting things that I've seen said that are fucking ridiculous. And a smokescreen that hurt my heart. Can't wait to talk about that. Also going to talk about the the now Washington Commanders uh, defensive lineman having some Twitter drama today, and I'm sick and tired of it. Oh, I thought you were talking about the Commanders thing as a whole because I don't no, know that we talked about it. I don't that. think we did either, but we can get we can jump onto that too. But there's a certain Commanders defensive lineman that had to found himself into a little bit of drama, and he didn't even mean to, and it's stupid as fuck, and I'm tired of it. And we need to address it. I'll tell you all the scoop, as well as our reaction, too. That'll be a little quick little tidbit there. 
It'll be a genuine reaction because I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. It's a good deal because I saw it whenever he first tweeted it. I thought, well, what's nothing? I saw what he tweeted. I just scrolled right past it. Didn't even fucking click it. Look at the comments. Nothing. And then I was popping on ESPN earlier just right before you got here. And it was like, blah, blah, blah has to apologize. To, I was like, what the fuck? Don't we'll unpackage that here in a minute for the thin skin folks. I'm interested. Thin skin folks, you're not going to like that segment. Thick skins that are like us. Red, white, and blue loving free thinking Americans. And even if you're not American, if you're listening, you don't have to be American. Hey, appreciate you, by the way. Appreciate you for, for just don't, listening. Don't know how you got here. Hope you stick around. Absolutely. We got people in Brussels. We got people in China. We got people in Singapore. We got people in Spain. We got people in, I mean, it's crazy. Italy. <laughs> France. Uh, hit me with a hypothetical. Okay, hypothetical. Here we go. We got, if you could know the truth behind any secret or mystery, what would it be? The last hypothetical I have left that I did not disclose was, if you're guaranteed an honest answer to one question, what would you ask? Very similar. Say it again. If you could know the truth behind any secret or mystery of all time, what would it be? Hmm. I'm assuming you've put some thought into this since you came up with it. I really didn't. I, I I wrote down an answer, but I have several. I have three answers. Give me one first. One, you want the biggest or the easiest or the hardest one? The, Give me the easiest so it doesn't sway my decision. Pyramids. That's a good one. Stonehenge. Yeah, Another that one too. One. The fact that Stonehenge looks different now than it did before weirds me out. Why does that happen? How did the Egyptians do that? How? And how is it so fucking perfectly symmetrical to shit like... The way that the sun hits it and puts the, the, the uh, fucking how? You know something kind of equally weird? Mm. The seventh largest pyramid in the world is the Bass Pro Pyramid in Memphis. Yeah, that's wild. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, I but guess. look at the technology we have. Well, I also, I'm not about the size, but I guess how many pyramids are there outside of the actual? Probably not a lot. Not many left. Now, also, I went to that, not impressed. Really? Now, Springfield Bass Pro fucks up every hope you could have. And that's what I went to as a kid. So I thought everyone was like that. They're not. You know, I only went to that one whenever the shit happened with Caleb. Oh, yeah. That was the only time I've ever been to that. I that best we bro. were in Springfield for that. Yep. That was the only time. That's fucking sweet, though. Sad occasion to be there. Yeah, well, un- unfortunate circumstance. But but I walked in and I was, holy shit, Best Pro has got their shit together. I also had uh, Golden Corral and IHOP that day. Still made me happy. Bad circumstances. <laughs> still made me happy. <laughs> Absolutely. You still got to eat. Still got to eat. But I would go pyramids, my easiest choice. You go Stonehenge. Well, that was what I thought of when you said that. Cause that okay, always, you, just, you just thought architecture whenever I listed architecture. Okay, okay. It has always weirded me out. Pyramids, to me, is unbelievable. I don't know how. I d- Recency bias. Okay. NFTs. Don't get it. Don't understand it. Why can't I take a screenshot and have the same thing you got? Yeah. Or as they call us. The right clickers. <laughs> the ones who just right click and save image. What what the fuck is the difference here? What are we doing? I can see it just like you. I didn't pay $100,000. Sounds like I win. It sounds like you're going to lose all your money because I don't see how you get a return of investment on these. Somebody else who gets it, I guess. I don't fucking know. It ain't me. It ain't me, babe, as Johnny Cash no. says. It ain't me. No, no, no. It ain't me. Mm. Second easiest. Wait, was that your choice? No, you can go. No, I mean, I genuinely would like to know the answer to that. Sasquatch. Not real. I don't know, dude. With all of the fucking 
people who want to be first to shit and all of the cameras and technology and how fast word spreads. No fucking way. What if they just fucking went extinct? That elusive. That's possible. Now, I'm not saying they might, they don't they have never existed. Like before cameras and shit existed. My opinion, I think Sasquatch, the myth of Sasquatch carried over from don't ask me how, caveman times. But how would that travel through word of mouth after all that happened from caveman times to now? How? That's what I'm saying. I think it was writings the, on the wall that thought it was, it was him. A, the first over average sized person they saw, and it's just like a telephone game. It translated into fucking mythical creature who made a cameo on the goofy movie. Sasquatch is good. Honorable mention: How Joe Biden got eighty-four million votes. Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to know the answers to that one. I do not. I do not. Leap Give me yours. Why? I've heard it was another farming thing. I'm over it. Fucking but, daylight you know, back, savings. Over yeah, it. but back in the day, people used to do things for themselves. Well, now that, we don't. So but, it's not relevant anymore. But I also don't know why we had to shorten a month. By a day every four years to make anything more plausible, it don't make sense to me. Why would you, if you do it every year? It's above our pay grade. I mean, I get and that's all, why it's on the mystery list. I guess all this shit is, but that's why it's on the mystery list. Yeah, leap year. I'm out on it. Okay, daylight savings. Get it out. Give me your biggest mystery that you would like to know. Absolute. What happened? What? Why do monster bucks know where you're going to be before you get there? That is a good one. They got to know. You can get that's them on camera. One. All the time. There's no amount of dirt scent you can put on yourself to keep them from fucking smelling you. And they, you don't even see them. But that's all you. Back on camera. Right where you were. Hey. Their internal clock, A+. Plus. They know exactly. You remember, when I, you remember when I almost shot them does from the street? Oh, yeah. Inside sure your do. truck? With a fucking shotgun during <laughs> bow season on the side of the road. Uh, about 7.30 in the morning while on our way to dips. That's because several times you had mentioned shooting them. I was like, no. Because stop. we always, we every time we go in there, first off, we would just go in there and just go to sleep. We did. We, we, we would did drop take the seats back, hour nap. take a little nap ski. It was like an hour and a half drive, too. It was it was a commitment to go out. It was out land between the lakes. Beautiful. Yeah. Out there in Tennessee. Beautiful. Beautiful place. Got the my truck stuck result, there many times. The end result of the, all those hunting trips was the dip dairy freeze. Absolutely. If you ain't ever been to the dip dairy freeze and you live anywhere near land between the lakes. You are doing yourself you a disservice. fucked up severely. It may not be around anymore. It may not. We may be... One of the last groups of people that got to enjoy the dips. Well, that game, warden, but at, that game warden followed us to the dip. Every time we went to these areas, we couldn't find shit. The only time we did, we were in the truck. Twice, two separate times we were in the truck. Remember, we were pulling in past that cornfield that oh, one yeah. time and them deer ran in. But we were leaving. It was 7 in the morning. Sun's already clear up. We're leaving. We're in the truck. We see this group of doe about 10 yards from the fucking highway. We stop. We're in the bottom of this hill. So the road starts to go up. We're in the bottom of it. We're good. I pull my shotgun out. I was like, I'm going to smoke across this. the toolbox. I said, I'm going to smoke this thing. And Dakota said, do not do it. Now, mind you, the road that we were leaving on that we pulled off of is a fucking straight road for about 10 miles. It's also not a dirt road at all. It's a, no, it's it's a, a paved highway. highway. Going betwixt the trees and fields. And there's a fucking car coming. I was like, don't. There wasn't a car coming though yet. We didn't know. I, pull, I pulled the shotgun out. I pointed it. I had about a pound of pressure on that trigger. And Dakota said, don't do it. And I was like, I just sat there for a second. And I was like, you know what? Dakota's usually the voice of reason. I'm going to go ahead and put this <laughs> shotgun back in the truck. I walk over. I sit the shotgun in the truck. We both close our doors. And I shit y'all not. As the doors close, a truck comes over the hill and starts coming down the hill. We didn't think of it. Dakota puts it in drive. We start pulling away. Goes past. There's a big old magnet on the driver's side that says <laughs> Park Ranger. Whoops. We said, oh boy. It's a damn good thing I listened to the voice of reason there. Well, if we... Game Warden 
park ranger, whatever it is. Game warden. No I believe it was ranger. game warden. Game warden. They'll take your goddamn gun. They'll take your truck. Truck. They go to your house. If they think you better you hide cut, your wife, hide your kids. If you cut up, if they think you cut up fucking illegal deer meat with your steak knives, they're taking them. They don't fuck around. Them motherfuckers. Yeah, they're taking everybody. Authority. But yeah, that was a close call. My biggest. Again, if you could know the truth behind any secret or mystery, what would it be? God. Okay, so yes, that is that is the big one. Has think, to be number one. I think what would be most people's direct answer. I personally like. I would. There's things I would like to ask. I'm, I'm a Christian, so I don't. I yeah, would. Of course. I don't consider it to be a a mystery. There's now. Don't get me wrong. There are definitely things I don't fully understand, and there those are questions I expect to ask, and I would like to know them. My first thought was things I genuinely don't know, yes or no. Right. No, I get like, There's that. definitely gray area for me. My first thought for me was seeing Biggest Mystery. God. Yeah. Because, no, for sure. like it or not, even if you're Christian or not, we do not know for absolute truth what there is after life. Oh, yeah. So, you don't, you don't until you know. It ha- none of us know, because guess what? We're all alive. Right. So, no, of I course, think, I, I think know. If you polled. But the- then part of me does not want to know. Because that would sway how I live. I mean, that's that's the whole. You want premise. to believe. You want. Yeah, that's you the want, whole. You know premise. what I mean? Is you you make your choice to believe or not, and you live based off that decision, one way or another. I'm not. I'm not a type of person that's. I feel like if I don't go to church, I'm going to hell. Right. I don't think it's I'm not going judged on Fuck. Right. Like there's. It's it's one thing I always go to is like there's people. I'm not saying it's wrong. There's people, and we've discussed multiple times. Like we do not deal with death in a healthy way. Like it's not, not, it's not, it, is, it is it is a joking thing to us. Yeah, you you bury it, you joke about it, and then you freak out. And there was a short stint from the age of fifteen to sixteen, where I heavily found myself, and I found out later from my papa that my mama used to do the same thing and send herself into these crazy fucking depression swirls. Mm. Fifteen to sixteen, where I legitimately found myself freaking the fuck out on a consistent fucking basis, like daily, because the the thought was planted in my head of someone in my family had said. Uh, you do know, like, you're going to die. Like, you're going to die. And I just found myself stewing on it yeah. for so long that it just started freaking me the hell out. And I, w- I was so fucking freaked out there for a bit, I just eventually realized I had to let it go. And then, of course, I went into the military, and any feelings or skin, thin skin that you got Dead. on any of that, oh. <laughs> oh, it's gone. Yeah, no, you can't afford to have it. So now I don't give a fuck. But the, the, the death thing, like, similar to my feelings on... Attendance church, like don't get me wrong, I enjoy going to church for like the Christmas Eve services, Easter services, stuff like that. It's a nice little reminder to reset your clock, reset your your compass, whatever. Yeah, of course, and I enjoy learning about stuff because I obviously don't. I I've not read the Bible cover to cover. Like there's stuff that I pick up through there, and, and I enjoy it. But much like that with the cemetery, like I don't go visit headstones. Like I don't I don't go to the cemetery to pay respects to. Like I go to the funeral, obviously, but like I don't. Uncle Rex, he's buried in the cemetery in P Ridge. I think I've gone up there twice. That's not where I feel him, talk to him, whatever you want to call it. It's random shit. It's weird shit that reminds me of him where I'm thinking like, oh shit, he's probably watching me right now. Like I don't go to the cemetery and feel that. Similar to how I feel about going to church. Is it important? Sure. Is it necessary for me to believe what I believe? No. Some people don't think that way. That's okay. That's on you. Hypothetical, talking Uh-oh. about death, mm-hmm. just popped in my head. Okay. If you had to know, how you die Hit or me. when you die. I don't want to. No, you have to. Pick one. How you die or when you die. Which one you How? How? Fuck the win. I do not want to know when my clock hits zero. I do not 
want to know. I will live in the house for the rest of my days. Okay, what if you find out you died in a car crash? That's fine. Every time you get in the car, you're like, fuck, is this it? Could be. Is this the time? I think about that all the time when I'm driving at 8 in the morning doing 84 down the road on the way to work. I think, man, one little thing pops up. Because the other day, last month, two months ago, I was heading to work, pitch dark outside, 4.30 in the morning, doing 80 down the freeway. I don't often do 84 out there, a few law enforcement folks. I do not. Definitely don't do that. But if I did, you would have been doing. I'd have been day. heading to Springdale, <laughs> and <laughs> I would have been in the middle lane on the interstate, not been able to see a fucking thing in front of me, and all of a sudden, one fucking foot away from me, I see a fucking truck rim sitting in the <laughs> fucking lane, and I hit that fucking rim straight on. Oh, you're in a Popped car. that bitch up on my bumper, and it knocked the, knocked the little fog thing off my damn bumper. Freaked me the hell out, and it's times like that where it's like, at any moment, I could go. <laughs> see, stuff like that. You know, I've driven a truck up until, like, we got the Fort Campbell. I never thought about shit that's in the road, because you just drive over it. Like, the clearance you have, so many things that you think you would... Until you got a charger. Yeah. (laughs) Until you got about four inches of clearance that you would net, like, a fucking raccoon that's dead in the road, get me the fuck out of here. I'm switching two lanes. In a truck, I hit it with a goddamn tire. I don't care. Picture deer. I hit a deer on my old charger, remember? It ripped my fucking... The front bumper... This deer was dead in the road. I was driving to Tulsa on the turnpike about four in the morning. There was a semi in the lane beside me, a barricade on the other side. Couldn't go anywhere. Had no choice but to hit it. My brain said, punch it. If you're going to hit it, hit it fucking hard. I punched it. The front bumper, no damage. Back bumper, gone. Don't know how it happened. I do remember that. Fucking crazy. Cost you like 600 bucks too. Yep, for a fucking piece of plastic. Didn't even have any (laughs) back. You were so mad. Of course I was fucking pissed. I didn't stop until I got to Tulsa, and then I got out and it was hanging. Hypothetical number two. Okay. You can go back in time and uninvent something. Oh. What would it be? Oh, boy. Uninvent. Not take someone's life away. Uninvent So something. you can't uninvent a person? No. Okay. Uninvent something. See, this is tough. Because there's a lot of stuff that would be beneficial to not have, but it does have value. Which is exactly what my answer is. Yours is going to be social media. It is 100% social media. You know me too well. But... It's one of them things. Like I, I see the, I see the positive. There is a definite negative. There is much more negative than positive. Right, but the positives are strong. There's more. I think the negatives, more negatives, more weight in the positives. The long term effects of the negative outweigh the pros of social media. Because where do you stop? Look at the long term effects. Like how do you define social media, and where do you stop it? I guess. I mean, no. Any social media, no Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, YouTube's allowed because we got to see videos. Quick answer. Just spitballing. Self-check out at Walmart. Get the fuck out of here. I want no part of it. And this ain't even the robots are taking over. It is the robots taking over. It is a method to get the fucking working people out of uh, big corporations. See, my reasoning is because the fucking idiots don't know how to use the shit or if I do know how to use it, and it holds me up because I got to get fucking parental consent from the 16-year-olds working there to buy my fucking cold medicine because I might be cooking meth. I should run for Congress. I feel They're like. going to come over here. I, I got into a real conversation with somebody at, at the Pea Ridge Neighborhood Market not too long ago. I went in there to buy some fucking cold medicine. Those of you who don't know what Pea Ridge is, it is a real place and it's where we're, where we're from. Yeah. It's buy some cold medicine. I don't know what it had in it. It was it's, They do it with Sudafed. You had too, some that lean in there. No. I went and buy cold medicine. Yes, in that perp. And she came over, and I don't know how old she was. She appeared to be in teens, probably, maybe 20. I don't know. And she said, can I see your ID? I said, how come? 
She said, well, I have to see your ID. For NyQuil? I said, do, you, do I need to look old enough to cook fucking meth? Is that what this is? <laughs> it's funny because I don't even think you use that for meth. But well, that's why, they, that's why they did it for Sudafed. That's why you can only buy so much. This People goes to show you it. I am not a drug dealer. Or uh, No, but I live really close to Missouri. So meth is pretty good. I am not in the kitchen whipping it up. I am not. <laughs> but yeah, I said, do I got to look old enough to cook meth? No, there's no fucking legal age. Give me my, give me my pills. I'm sick. <laughs> I'm sick. <laughs> Self-checkout. Get it out of here. Okay. Now, again, the negative, I get some 85-year-old woman who's scanning shit at a snail's pace. Give me back the self-checkout. See, we're back. We got a we got a conundrum. It's a double-edged sword. It all is. If we didn't have social media, we wouldn't be talking. We wouldn't have gotten the opportunity to talk to the athletes that we have and will be talking to. Yep, there you go. That is that's why I deleted everything except Twitter. And I've already started following political figures again. And I'm already on political rants on Twitter again. And when I promised myself I wouldn't do it, and I'm already doing it. Uninventing old miss. As a university. I mean, that benefits all. No more. Just, benefits all. Just, well, would that make Mississippi State? Just Mississippi University? Ipso facto Ole Miss? Am I creating a bigger monster there? Possibly. Oh, I don't, I don't mind Mississippi State. Am I going to have to hate them now? Possibly. You know what? Rain check on the Ole Miss thing. <laughs> I do enjoy watching Lane Kiffin retweet d- drunk wits and uh, making yeah, fun of him. He's about it. I, I do, do appreciate it. that. I still enjoy Lane Kiffin. My thoughts on Lane Kiffin, very similar to what I'm about to say. People are not going to love, considering we're on the cusp of baseball season. Very similar to Tony Vitello. Very hateable guy after this last season. Tennessee's head coach, formerly on Arkansas staff. Also, possible both people Dakota has just mentioned. I cannot confirm, but possible cucks. They're possible cuckolds. They they give me cuckold vibes. When you look at them, they look like they (laughs) enjoy watching other things to their significant... (laughs) I'm going to say this, and there's going to be a lot of people get really mad and maybe tune out of this, but it needs to be said. Tony Vitello last season in baseball, get, getting into it with Van Horn and all this shit, like it's warranted between them, they got history or whatever, does make me hate him. And I do hate Tennessee for multiple reasons. But if you're telling me when Van Horn retires, Tony Vitello wants to come to Arkansas, bring it the fuck on. Yeah, it's just like all the LeBron hate. Yeah, the, Everybody hates him until reason, it's free, he's, he's a free agent. And it's like, whoa, can we get LeBron? Most of my hatred toward him is I think he's a good coach, and he left. He left for an opportunity. Can't fault the guy. Also, for, my, makes me bitter. for uh, anybody, I won't say names, who messaged me and tried to tell me I was a dummy for choosing silverback gorillas over grizzly bears, <laughs> um, I have stats to back it up, okay? I got stats. Also, nobody chose grizzly bears. There's only three of them. What the fuck are we doing here? Well, the grizzly bear's weight is 900 pounds. The gorilla is 500 pounds. Mm-hmm. Anybody who missed our our uh, discussion that we had, go back to last episode. Was it last oh, episode? Right. It was two episodes ago. At least. Yeah. Go back. Listen to, the, listen to a couple of the older ones. We have a very, very good topic in there of our hypotheticals. I chose silverback gorillas, not grizzly bears. A grizzly bear is 900 pounds. A silverback gorilla is 500. A grizzly bear is 10 feet tall on its hind legs. Silverback gorilla is only 5'11". Low center of gravity. Bike force, 1,250 PSI for the grizzly bear. Yep. That's pounds per square inch, I believe. Yeah. Bite force for a silverback, 1,300. Strength of the grizzly bear, 1,102 pounds. Silverback gorilla, 4,409 so you can fucking take that to the bank. One thing I think we can underestimate it. I don't know how it translates from hawks to bald eagles. I only know bald eagles. 
their grip strength is fucking outrageous if you look into it. Safe to assume, even if it's 75%. Hawks, underrated. They snatch you up, especially 50 of them. Snatch You're in up. big trouble. Uh, it just reminds me of the proposal when the eagle was taken with like the little doggy. <laughs> okay. Arkansas. Let's talk Arkansas. Beats the number one team in the country. Mm. Wake a- up, brush your teeth. Be- Auburn's not number one anymore. It should be 82 to 76, but we got slided. And that's fine. Don't care. Money line hit. Don't care. Because guess what? It may not count on the scoreboard. Arkansas fans are counting it. I promise you, Auburn fans are counting it as well. The emotion, emotional damage happened. And you saw said player who had just gotten, t- well, not said because I hadn't said him yet. You saw the player that, I can't remember, was it Wendell Green that uh, Devo dunked on and teabagged? Well, he only dunked on him. And then he tried him. to take off running at Devo after he dunked. He only dunked and then he on him is be- because he was half of the court behind him and tried to run up like he was going to do something. There was no chance you get to that ball. No. and He was going up out of aggression, and he got nuts to the face. Correct. And then tried to court. run up on Devo, and then everybody started storming the court, and he stopped. And get the fuck out of there. Yes. That, and again, I, I want to dwell on this because I've talked about it in previous spaces and otherwise. That game... 1,000%, the way it played out, the magnitude of the moment, the opponent, the overtime, the dunk, 1,000% stormed the court worthy. The fact that we fucking talked about it for two weeks beforehand cheapened it. it I, was, I was expecting it. It did. I freaked the fuck out like everybody else. Don't get me wrong. But I was waiting on it to happen before we had it in the bag. Did look cool on TV. Oh, it was fucking awesome. That was You couldn't tell where the court stopped and started, and the seats were still pretty much full. Also not thrilled that they cut away from it so fast to go to the next program instead of just letting us have that moment. Like, stay on it. I want to see, we didn't get to see Muss shirtless. To tie that in to the question you asked before about answers, questions I want answers to, how the fuck did Muss get his shirt off that fast in a shoulder sling? Couldn't tell you. Because that motherfucker's got three points contact. I mean, it's three, it's a a fucking three-point harness, as we would call it with rifles. That's a three-point harness. You think he had a, a perforated shirt so he could just tear it? I mean, he had to have ripped it. Had to have. Had to have. It's the only way, because he would have had to unbuckle the whole thing and had somebody take it off for him. No way. He cut that bitch off. I don't know, but I love it. We may have to ask our source. Definitely have to do that. How that happened. Because it had to Possibly have him back on. Maybe. Maybe get said source back on. That's a good idea. We should do That'd that. That'd be sick. We got a game on Saturday. Maybe we could line some up before then. Who knows? Possibly. We'll try. Maybe we'll shoot for Sunday after they get off that win. Who knows? Okay, we talked a little bit with Inside the Hog Pen uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. Talked Immediately a little bit after the game. Yep, had some immediate game reactions. We will be doing the exact same thing here soon. Uh, hopefully, pro- possibly starting this Saturday after the uh, Alabama game. Jump on a little uh, YouTube live stream with me and Dakota and toss that up there and do uh, post-game reactions. That way we can get our actual live emotion and all that shit into it. But uh, just want to shout out Inside the Hog Pen. Uh, for having us on last night. Yeah, pretty fun, pretty fun fucking time we had. It's up on the tube. It's up on the book, or I guess they call it Metaverse now, whatever. Go check that shit out, because that was pretty cool. But they had asked us in that about, you know, uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't remember if they asked us where the turn, what turning point we thought was or like an impressive moment or something in there. I can't remember if we did or not. But I'm, I'll fast forward to what I thought was the holy fuck moment of the game. There was two holy fuck And it moments. has to be the J.D. Note steal with a fucking 
Oh, yeah. What was it? The steal with 218 left. Yeah. As Auburn's about to start carrying momentum. And Note steals that thing from right behind him. Gets cookies out of the jar. Yeah. I stood he up no and I said, oh, there. my God. Somebody should have been yelling wolf. Mm-hmm. Because he was right there in his mm-hmm. back, backyard. Unfucking believable moment. The wherewithal from Note to fucking, you know what? Fuck this guy I'm guarding. Doesn't matter. I'm going after him. And it works. Yeah. Because that's Especially risky. Especially at the rate they were calling fouls in that game. That's like a cornerback leaving his feet to try to get a pick and doesn't come up with the ball. That's a Marcus that's a Peters situation paying off mm-hmm. is what that is. Because the alternative, bad. Yes. You Then you're outgunned and outmanned. Yes. Because I'm pretty sure that ball would have probably gone to Jabari Smith. <laughs> I believe that's where that pass would have gone to. Because he was fucking red hot shortly yes. after that. Yes. We went out to a big 13-point lead in the beginning. We were just on fucking fire. The emotion and energy in that fucking place, I could only imagine. I could feel it through the TV. It, it was fucking unbelievable. And then, you know. When we had that 13-point lead, I said, can we please not do the thing where we get a good lead and then we start taking stupid shots and let them come back to have to sweat it out? And that's exactly what happened immediately. Did I jinx it? Possibly. But... Anybody who's watched any amount of Arkansas games in big moments like that, it happens. Thankfully, our defense was pretty damn good mm-hmm. most of the game. Uh, got some sus calls by the ref there. Mm-hmm. I mean, some sus ones down the stretch, especially to get them back in within three before halftime. And like we said on Inside the Hogpin, if you go check that out, uh, he mentioned that the foul calls were actually in favor of us total, but the the timing in the moments that our foul calls happened and the bullshit fashion that they were called definitely swayed the game more to help Auburn. A hundred percent. It didn't matter. And Kessler was babying us all game. He absolutely was. He was actual prime Westbrook rocking the baby. The entire I said game. during that game, I said, damn, it would be beneficial if we had a seven footer. That was good is what you meant right, to say. That, no, I did say that. Afterwards. Okay. I just paused for effect. No, yeah, no. And nowhere to be found. And I'm thankful for it. I'll take my chances with somebody who's significantly shorter and appears to know what they're doing. Uh, Yeah. Pull out to that to the big lead, and exactly like you said, you couldn't help but think, fuck, when do we blow it? Here we go again. And we went on an eight-minute stretch with no field goals. I mean, fucking hell, for the love of God. Yeah. Put them right back into the game. We're up three at halftime. It feels like we're down three at halftime. Oh, 100%. At that it feels point. Feels like we're down by 20. Yes. The momentum is completely, I mean, it's completely silent in there at that point. No one's, it's dead. Luckily, it's an Arkansas game and everybody went to get beer at halftime to drown their sorrows. It appears the buzz kicked in and juice up their enthusiasm because, good Lord, there was whistles in that game that didn't even stop play because they couldn't hear it. They just kept on trucking. Yes. There was. Decibel levels reached in there that are insane for 20,000 people. I get it. It's enclosed. Yeah, but right. We looked it up this morning to talk about it. And so the Seahawks in what, 13, got to like 136, and the Chiefs went to 142 decibels in 2014. And that's an, that's, that's what 70,000 people. It's the, yeah, 74,000, whatever it is, capacity. And it's open. So that adds, like, that's impressive. That yes. It's open. But you're talking about 20,000 people hitting like 116 ish yeah. decibels. That's fucking nuts. Yes. Had record attendance last night, 20,000. I think it was 347, something like that. Which is crazy to me. And it it shouldn't be crazy because it was the number one team and they were in Fayetteville. But I, th- I was thinking about this last night. I think in a weird way, I maybe sp- 
Arkansas sports may have spoiled me. What do I mean when I say that? It didn't feel like a huge game, as big of a game, because the way some, you know, we're losing Hofstra type shit, obviously. And then we had that miraculous run last year. So on both sides, I'm kind of like, yeah, well, this is going to go how it's going to go, and that's it. And then when they immediately started talking about best game in Bud Walton of all time, my brain obviously goes 2014 Kentucky with Qualls. Yeah. And it's probably a 1A, 1B situation now that I've had all day to think about it. But I genuinely, going into that game, expect us to lose a close one. When I, I say close, I mean less, less than 10 points, within 10-point loss. As I had said in the Twitter spaces with the uh, RRC guys and gals, um, I said if we just lose competitively, I'm happy. I'd be tickled pink to see us lose by five or six. I, that's respectable. That's the number one team. I would take that all day long. Was not prepared for an overtime win. Was not prepared. No, no, no. Even even when it was going down to it, and they took well, they take a three to try to win. They end up taking a three. Yeah, they I shot a so. three, and Jalen Williams got the rebound. Yeah, I thought it was going in just just because of the moment. Like I thought they were going to offensive rebound and get an M1. Everybody was so hyped. I thought that ball was going in. I don't know why, because they missed a lot of threes in that game. How lit was that Jalen Williams M1-3? Oh, it was fantastic. Oh. <laughs> it was fucking fantastic. I was hard as a rock. <laughs> I mean, you love to get on Twitter and you see SEC Mike, which it's uh, Michael Bratton, which I, I enjoy looking at their, at their post from time to time. It seems like they're a little partial to Arkansas, which I love. They you got a soft spot for Arkansas. You don't see it much, so you gotta you gotta appreciate it when you get it. And uh he went on there and they said, based on what I just witnessed against number one Auburn, I'd say Arkansas has the best combined home field advantage in the SEC for football and basketball. No more eleven AM kickoffs next season. Razorback fans deserve that after last season. Well, Mike better go to a fucking baseball game because it's across Because it's three. A hundred percent. That's the comment section, every one of them. Uh have you seen the baseball team? Dude, Chucky Tater's home run last year went viral because it was like and everybody was like the catchman was saying like this is the roar that I missed from COVID like that's in a fucking baseball a college baseball game and you could hear that shit through the TV, but yes, a hundred percent. Bud Walton, D.W. Reynolds, Bomb Stadium, can't be touched. And I and honestly, I would put any of them individually up against anybody. Football is is tough because you have like Tennessee who hold one hundred and ten thousand fucking people. Penn State like and then you have you know people who have complete bowls that adds to the volume, but. You would just talk about like pure pound for pound rowdiness. Arkansas sports is where it's at. Absolutely freaking loose. Good or bad. And sometimes it do, it does get bad. It is a little over the top. But I'll take it. I'll take the good with the bad. A hundred days out of a fucking hundred. Yes. Uh I believe turning point for the game was when Kessler fouled out in the overtime. See, and I you talked about it last night. Because any shot it. that they put up has a chance to go right back in with Kessler on the court. Oh, we were getting we were getting bullied. Yes. He finished the game with 16 points and nine rebounds with seven blocks. We had a three-on-one fast break, and he blocked two of them and should have blocked the third. Every All three of our guys were scared to put it up. They just he, kept hot potato. He almost had a triple-double with blocks. Yes. And that one where Note in the fourth quarter when it was down in clutch and he passed it between two defenders between Kessler and Tony put that bitch in, that mm-hmm. shit was sick. Mm-hmm. As soon See, as he let it go, I thought, I thought when he released the pass between the two defenders, I was like, well, there's another turnover. Nope. It worked. See, when he, at the point that he fouled out of the game... You could kind of see the way it was shaping up that it was going to end up being a free throw game. 
give me Kessler on the fucking floor, oh, please. Oh, yes. Because he couldn't hit shit. He had a lane violation, missed both free throws, lane violation on the second, missed the fucking third. Yes. He couldn't hit water for fell out of a boat. Now, that's that's what I wanted. That's what I was interested to see. If he's not fouled out and it gets down to it where we're both fouling, do you leave him in for offensive rebounds and risk him getting fouled? Or probably be out? probably be like what we did in overtime with likes. Probably. Put him in, let him shoot a couple free throws. All right, pull him out. Get out. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. Uh speaking of likes, I mean it, it, he was he was my choice for dud of the game. I mean, you go one for seven, one for seven, oh for three on threes. Six points because he went four for four from the free throw line. Mm-hmm. So he had six points, four rebounds, two assists in 17 minutes. Those free throws were big. Dud of the game, for sure. Uh, Auburn had 19 turnovers. These are, these are things that stuck out to me in the in the, uh, the box score. Auburn had 19 turnovers. Arkansas only had 11. We won the turnover battle. That's something we've been waiting to fucking see Shocking. forever. We finally won the fucking turnover battle. Auburn's free throw percentage, 47%. Eight for 17. Arkansas, 81%. 26 of 32. I could see why some Auburn fans are going to be a little poo butt about that. Well, and 26 is, of 32 versus 8 for 17. Even the announcers were like, oh, they, they got to get J.D. Note the ball here for free throws. Motherfucker, have you not been watching? Ain't nobody missing free throws tonight. Now, we did miss some scary ones that made me very nervous down the stretch Correct. in overtime. Correct. That one that Note missed that would have made it a seven-point game, and he missed it, so it stayed six. Yes. Buddy comes down and hits a fucking three right off the jump. I yeah. said, oh, no. And it was well defended. Then we foul. They foul us again on the inbounds. We missed the first one. Yeah. I said, oh, gee, I'm laying on the floor at this point. Now I am laying it. stomach down on the floor thinking, here it comes. Then we come down, make another one, cut it to two. No, no, no. We made the se- the second free throw on that one, so it went to four. They, but, uh, but I'm saying he came down and made a three after that. Was that the second three? No, after the second three, that's what put it to three. Okay. Yeah, that one put it to three. Then we shot another free throw, missed the first, made the second, went to four. They shot that three at the very end. Jalen Williams, Williams gets the rebound. Game over. Gets the rebound. For some reason, and I'm sure he was just, you know what? I'm not going to say I'm sure. At first, I thought he was just throwing the ball down the court to burn the rest of the clock. He got I thought he was, knew, too. He got damn knew Note was down there. Or not Note, sorry. Devo was down there, and Devo knew exactly what he was about to do with that ball. Bounce it. Slam it on his mama. Yes. Um, that was a bad shooting percentage for, for both teams. Nobody nobody could buy a bucket, really. It was it was both bad, but free throws made the, were the deciding factor for sure. Um, the notables for the game, Note with 28, five and three. It was kind of inconsistent. I think it was seven for 20, uh, 28, five and three with three steals and four blocks. Jalen Williams, 13 points, 11 rebounds, two assists with two steals. Tony with 14 and 10 and Devo with 10, four, 10 points, four rebounds and five steals. The only thing that pro- that is problematic that I don't love. First off, there's no reason for likes to come in the goddamn game. I'm sorry. I was very hyped for him this year. Coming from Miami, this just goes to show you the difference in playing in Miami yeah. basketball and SEC basketball. It's just not fucking panning out. Now, I said it beforehand, and they and he did it in that game. And in my opinion, the first time out that Jalen Williams called trying to inbound the ball was like after two seconds. It was way too early, but it didn't matter. He put Chris Likes in the game to get that inbounds pass. I'm all for that. That motherfucker is fast enough and small enough to dodge, duck, dip, dive, and dodge around people. Yes. Get the ball inbounds. He has consistently hit clutch free throws. Perfect time to use him. Once you get the ball in bounds, get him out. Correct. Uh, 
My only problem is the minutes that these guys are playing. There's a reason we're not making jump shots down the stretch. Yeah, they're gas. These dudes are tired as fuck. Yeah. Note, 41 minutes. Yeah. There's 40 minutes in regulation. Yeah. He played 41 minutes. Jalen Williams, 37. And he would have played 42 if he didn't get in foul trouble in the, and in the first half. he played a lot of minutes after he got in foul trouble. Yeah, and he sat for like seven minutes at the end of the fucking, uh, at, at like the 13 or seven minutes left mark, 13 minutes into the game. As when he had a second foul and they sat him. He didn't come out. He didn't come out again. And that's when we went on the cold spell. Like he would have played 40 something minutes as well. It's just for sure. You got to get fucking fresh. Like at least rotate him out regularly to get these guys fresh. And, and we're just not. And I know he can be like, well, see, Musselman knows what he's doing. Musselman knows what he's doing. We just beat the number one team. I, I know. I'm not saying Musselman doesn't know what he's doing. I just don't like his personnel decisions. You got to know these dudes well, need to stay fresh. We squandered the fucking lead right before the half anyway. Get those guys out. And give them some extra rest going into the half because clearly it didn't fucking matter that they were in the game. It's becoming very apparent to me the reason that these people are on the on the court, but it's hard to justify the reason when you put someone like Likes in who's a defensive liability. The lineup is clearly due to defense. There's no there's no question about it. This lineup and the people he chooses to play clearly because their defense is strong suit because our defense is very good. And it was not early until Likes comes in, and then it's just all fucking no. It's terrible. Right. Like. How can you justify it? There's, You just can't help but go back to there's no fucking way those 17 minutes going to KK are any worse than they are to likes. There's just no way. Yeah. That's the only thing that keeps coming to my head. I, I love seeing Kamani Johnson come into the game. Uh -huh. he, he's a big spark. He just doesn't get to play very much. I love seeing him come out there. I would just, God, I just, you got to think why is Jackson and why is KK not like, these are shooters. We need points. I don't know, man. I, 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 I'm not going to. This is a good day. It's a good thing to talk about. I'm not going to fucking rain all over the parade. There's just things that trouble me, and there's no telling how we play in our neutral court. There's no telling. No. Uh, shout out to Hunter Yurchik, who tweeted out the picture of the that was field sick. after Texas and the court after Auburn. And Which said, is the first thing we said, too. Priceless. The first thing we said was that that game had to be the only thing that competes with the energy-wise. The first thing that comes to mind is the Texas game. The energy, we were there, fuck. The energy was unbelievable. And yeah. then you see that on TV and it's like, that has to be right there with that Texas game. That that energy and that momentum, I mean, that shit has to feel fantastic. Well, there wasn't anybody in there saying sit down last night. Negative. Even the olds were up clapping. For sure. It showed them, it zoomed in on the on the stands. I said, that's a 55 plus right there on their feet. Well, normally right under we the goal, the there's a hard up. line where the student section starts and stops. Because everybody's sitting down on the other side. Not the case last night. You had a bunch. You had a couple of olds with noodles swinging them around. Yes, they were yes. feeling it. Tap into your youth. They took late naps, and Absolutely. they were ready for that fucking game. I fucking love to see it. Love to see it. I I I do love to see it. Um, that's all I had for Arkansas. I, I really quick wanted to mention. You can do it on the transition. Uh, just quickly wanted to mention the Kentucky South Carolina game. It was an eleven point spread. 11-point spread. They won 86-76, to 76, right? If you're a Kentucky better, you had to be sick to your goddamn stomach. Did you see the video? <laughs> no. Oh, my God. 10 seconds left. Kentucky gets a steal, lobs it down like a Devo thing. There's Kentucky dude down there. He stands there. There's no one near him. He does a one dribble like he's about to go out for a dunk. Instead, pulls back and dribbles the clock out. Oh, that's tough. And then as soon as the buzzer goes off, he runs up and windmill dunks it. Oh, that's worse. Oh, my God. You had to be sick to your stomach if you're a Kentucky Wildcat better. I thought you were going the uh, Duke-Virginia ending. 
No, that was fantastic. That was bananas. It was. And that motherfucker hit that three and then turned and just walked his ass down the court with no facial expression. I couldn't do it, but that's hard as shit. It was similar when it zoomed into Devin Booker yeah. and he's just... Well, you my Dame when he crushed the fucking thunder. Yeah, but thunder. When, when fucking Devontae was laying... Sorry, God bless America. Devin Booker was laying on the court like, and he just lifted his head just off the court and he was looking right at the camera, just stone-faced. So sick. You got to have that plan. There's no way your, your adrenaline and shit can say, you know what we should do? Nothing. Yeah. It has to... I got to be hard right here. It fucking plays, though. It's good. It does play. It's good stuff. Absolutely does. You know what else plays? What plays? Uh, at some point, baseball is going to play. And when they do, they'll not be testing for steroids anymore. Bring on the HGH. Pump, 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 pump it up. Now, there's going to be a new problem. You're going to have people who say, well, I don't need it. I'm going to be good. And they may be right. Until everybody else starts juicing. And then you're going to stink. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's, it's clearly an advantage. If everybody's doing it, no advantage. Just more exciting for the people. If you choose to be a purist, more power to you. Hey, he's natty. But when people start hitting 60 fucking home runs a year again regularly, I don't want to hear it. Well, nobody We want to see it. Nobody gives me my respect. I hit 45 home runs. That's very impressive. It's not 60. It ain't 70. Mm-mm-mm. And I'm not saying that's just going to automatically start happening, but you will see a jump in numbers. People were concerned about people. Salvador ju- Perez. About the MLB up. juicing the balls. They're juicing the people now. Are they going to lay off of that this year? What? The whole making pitchers drop their drawers and checking them for everything? Motherfucker, if you're going to let people inject steroids into their body and you give a shit what's on my fingers, I'm going to have a problem. Because guess what? It is an unfair advantage if you let the batters juice and the pitchers not have sticky stuff. Correct. We, we, Dakota said this last when we very first started this show. He said, I want, I want the spider tack. I want juice. I want, I want to see what the most unbelievable form of baseball would be. So stop making them drop trial. If okay. you want, if you've never played the Bigs video game, imagine Blitz 2000, but for baseball. Borderline, I mean, the, the game is unrealistic. I want borderline <laughs> unrealistic shit in yes. real life. Give me fucking 600-foot home runs. Oh, yes. That's excessive. Give me 500-foot home runs. We want the, the Monstars. That's yeah. what we want. Yeah, yeah. On a nightly basis, give me the Monstars. What happens if you put fucking pump steroids in the air and judge? Pump steroids into Bryce Harper. I mean, it, he's going to strike out 600 times, but his home runs will be a mile gonna, fucking long. We're going to see a lot of Chris Davises. I mean, you see that now. He's People been juicing for a while. For you cannot fences. tell me he ain't juicing. He is a specimen. Well, he's bad at it then because no, he got fucking paid and he stinks. No, he does not. He's, no, he stinks. He still hit over 30 home runs last year. Right, but he got paid from hitting 50 and now he strikes out a bajillion times. He's old. He's not even the best Chris Davis in the league. The best Chris Davis in the league is Crush Davis and he's in Oakland. Didn't hit as many as Chris Davis. Give Tim Anderson to fucking steroids. You want to talk about somebody with pe- people think they have a problem? No, give the mask, the mask, uh, Freddie Freeman. Give him some steroids because he just looks blue collar country boy. Now, Put he, some fucking juice in in Freddie Freeman. He'll be I'm one about of those that. people. Let me let me show you how it's done. Let me show you. you used to do it before the juice. He'll stick with it, and I respect it. <laughs> you give people like Tim Anderson. He won steroids. MVP right of the World Series. Mm, Who did? Because I don't remember. No, I just assumed it'd be Freddie. He Freeman. didn't because they called him up on stage. And they gave him the big pat on the butt and then get the fuck out of here so we can give somebody the, the MVP. is bullshit. Tim Anderson, people have a problem with him pimping his home runs and his attitude and having fun. Like, Tim Anderson has just taken the complete spotlight off of Bryce Harper. People the olds make him. everything just so hard. You make it easier for him to fucking hit home runs and pimp them? Boy, there's going to be people who are not happy. Batista, and I can't fucking Batista wait. Batista is pissed. 
that he waited. They waited until he's fucking thirty seven. Well, you're going to have fucking a bunch of Dave Batistas running around in the fucking MLB. That's what's going to happen. Give Donaldson some juice. Imagine that. Oh, that'd be a problem. Yes, I'm telling you, with all the personalities in baseball now that people want to fucking smother. Now they're going to have some. <laughs> How long until the olds get mad? They're mad already. Are they? They're already mad. <laughs> they were still thumping their fucking chest because Barry Bonds didn't get in. Told you so. And now the MLB is like, by the way, uh, we're not testing for that shit anymore. Funny you mention that because I think it is a hit job. Oh, it's awfully convenient. This is a fucking hit job. You wait until the week after Barry Bonds doesn't get in the Hall of Fame and can never get in now. And then the week after, you're going to say, by the way, we're not testing anymore. You know what? You're right. We're not going to test for you anymore. We can't retroactively put them in, but we're not going to test for you anymore. Do you know how sick I'd be if I was Barry Bonds? I think if you're Barry Bonds, you accepted this fate a long time ago. It's like Roger Clemens said. He knew 10 years ago he wasn't getting in. I'm not saying it doesn't make it hurt, but you have to have accepted that at this point. There's nothing you can do about it. That's it's fucked fuck situation. Up. It's bullshit. It's complete bullshit. And I've said, I don't know how many times I don't like Barry Bonds. It's a complete bullshit, and it pisses me off. That's a Hall of Fame player. Absolutely. First ballot. You don't fucking, you, you can't tell a story of baseball without him. It's no. not possible. He is. He will be the all-time snub of Hall of Fame. Now, I, when baseball is going to start, I don't know because my internal clock is happy because it's almost baseball time. Except there ain't going to be no fucking baseball until we figure this shit out. I still got to find a new team. Well, wait till they start. I can't leave the Royals. Wait till my, they start getting juiced up. Good. My daddy's in, uh, part owner of the char- of the Royals. I can't. I can't. <laughs> that's, that's true. I can't bail on him. I well, can't. You need do to it. tell him to pick up fucking pace because this rebuild is taking a minute. Yeah, that's fine. He's got us in top tier contention, so I'm good. Chiefs are good. I'm straight. Yeah, but he's got the money. You got to give. Got to give you something to root for till football starts again. Because it ain't the Royals. You know you what? Never know. Maybe now that they're juicing. Maybe they pumped them motherfuckers full first. Salvador Perez, take him a couple fucking get your control. He's gonna have to start taking steroids to keep himself together. <laughs> that motherfucker is 190 in baseball years. I feel like he's gonna have to start taking HGH with his breakfast with every it. day with his breakfast. <laughs> breakfast. Okay. <laughs> What else you got? Oh, that was it. That's that's just okay. extremely exciting that they just we're going to stop testing for steroids. My, my, you it. ain't got to transition. It's just a little NFL tidbit. We can transition before Super Bowl talk. Hit it. So, this is a. There are several other funny shows that I enjoy listening to that call them the Washington Commies. It's going to happen. I do enjoy hearing that. You it's had hilarious. to have thought that through. PMT says it, and they're about all I listen to, and it cracks me up. But they're the Commanders. Um, Manders. It's going to be tomato, tomato. People are going to call him the commies. Jonathan Allen, the defensive lineman. Okay. Of course, we all know who he is from Alabama. Uh, he had to apologize after he hurt people's feelings for a response he had on Twitter today. So he posted, like I said, I saw him post it, didn't think anything of it, didn't care because I'm not sensitive. Mm. But you know how today's era is. Uh, he posted up and he said, uh, ask me anything. One of those. Ask me anything out there on Twitter. Time out before we get into this, because again, I have not seen this. If you respond to somebody's "ask me anything," and you feel any type of way about their response, go play in the fucking freeway. Correct. You you baited this. You asked for it. You didn't get the response you wanted from someone else. Fuck off. Yeah. Correct. He said, "Ask me anything." Which should people should be grateful for to begin with? You're having an interaction with, you know. There's kids and stuff out there that look up to yeah. NFL athletes and stuff, and you're getting to actually conversate with them. This is real. Yeah. Like, you should be like, holy shit, this is great. Not, oh, let's see if I can find something to snitch on. Mm-hmm. So he said, ask me anything. Someone said, which three people, dead or alive, would you want to have at the dinner table? He responded, granddad, Hitler, 
and Michael Jackson. Yeah, Hitler's a popular answer. Right. Only reason you're having you, them at you dinner. You say the name and you're triggered? You're yeah. triggered by Hitler's name? The only reason you have them at the table is to ask them questions. If you don't want the fucking most controversial people in history, because you're not bringing them back to restart the fucking clock. Right. You can say, hey, what the fuck went wrong in your childhood that you decided to do the shit you did? How did you blindly get people to follow you for no fucking reason? Which are terrible things. If none of you, if you guys are still, uh, if none of you guys have ever seen Oversimplified on YouTube, it's uh, a channel with a really large following, but they break down all historical events and they put it in like a, it's like a little cartoon, but it's like a funny cartoon, um, but it's still like family appropriate. It doesn't say any cursing or anything like that. It's called Oversimplified. They have millions of followers on there and they have one on Hitler that I have watched and it explains everything from his youth all the way to adulthood everything that happened that just set him on this fucking whirlwind and it's pretty fucking crazy shit um did that trigger people telling you i listened to his fucking history grow up he then immediately explained as soon as he said it they said the dude commented and said i understand the other two but what's up with hitler and he said he's a military genius and i love military tactics but honestly i would want to pick his brain as to why he did what he did i'm also assuming that the people that i choose have to answer all of my questions honestly. Yeah, that's the only reason you would have him there. That's what he said. If you could pick and choose, there's no point in having him there. What he did with his strategy was not to be argued. The fact that he got people to fucking follow him with no fucking... The only evidence he could have given was, hey, we're going to fucking kill everybody. And strategically... And who the fuck would have just followed Militaristic? Him? That motherfucker was a genius. That's what I'm saying. So you could use anything, any knowledge from that fucked up brain in everyday life. How you're... How you use that? He convinced knowledge. millions to hate hate the certain people blindly because he did. Just because, yeah. And they all did it, right? That's not valuable. I would want to have a conversation with that motherfucker too. I, it's unfucking believable. Uh, then he had to tweet out a response where he was clearly told to apologize. Correct. Yeah. So he had to tweet out about how he didn't mean to offend anybody. It was, he said, it was dumb, and I wasn't trying to give him props. I was just saying, you asked me who I'd have at the table. I gave you my answer, and you were and then triggered. Told you why. And I gave you a response as to why I want to fucking talk. He's a military genius. Also, why the fuck did you do all that shit? Why do you feel that way? Yeah, he wasn't trying to idolize him by fucking bringing him to the table. Yeah. Oh, I'd fucking give him a hand. You know, the, what? 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 That's yeah, ridiculous. No. That shit is so stupid. I'm so tired of and that's. I feel like that's a popular answer. Like, I've heard that before. I, I would have him in a list of mine yeah, as well. Yeah, like, if you could talk to anybody about anything, I feel like it would come up. Yes. It's fucking... It, you would be crazy not to wonder why the fuck that happened. I also got a message from my buddy about our last hypothetical. And it was... Uh, what was the question? I can't remember what the fucking question was. He, t he messaged me, oh, something that you could go back and observe. And I chose dinosaurs and shit. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, he responded and he said, also one that should be an honorable mention, going into Hitler's bunker and seeing if he actually killed himself. It's a good one. Right? That is a good one. They do have at the History Museum and stuff. I watch a un, uh, History Underground or something like that. It's a dude who goes to all these fucking, you know, D-Day spots, all these famous historical spots and like tells everything about it. But he went to this historical thing and they do have a cut up of this carpet that's bloodstained with a note that was written by Hitler and a photo of it whenever they cut it up. There's no body or anything in the photo and right. stuff, but like someone had to go in there and take Hitler's body body out. Yeah. 
and his wife. I, I, I believe she killed herself too. According to the story, they both killed himself. Yeah, but you can't. That would be sure. one to fucking see. Yeah, you can't know for sure. Because fuck, we don't even know where Bin Laden is. Right. That would have been one to see right there. Hitler. That's a good one. If he did it. And I was like, oh shit, I didn't even fucking think about that. That was a cool one. That was good. That was all the uh, Jonathan Allen stuff I had. Let's get into the Super Bowl. It's fucking Super Let's Bowl. Let's just get week. right into Super Bowl. We are T minus four days away. Yeah. From what I believe will be one of the worst rated TV rating Super Bowls we've seen in the past no. 10. Oh, dude, there's no. Here's my theory on it. I was telling a buddy at work about this. You have to have somebody that you hate, that the masses hate in the Super Bowl, that the tables have started to turn on mm-hmm. to where the mass people like we had in the Cincinnati and Kansas City game, it showed the geograph- the, the graph where, you know, which ones are orange, which right. ones were red. That was about, I think it was three states that were red. Yeah. Every other state was like, fuck the month. You know what I mean? And it was But regional. I get it. I understand it. You have to have that. You don't have that in this Super Bowl. It's not very appealing. Normally, I would agree. Like the the formula you're talking about is correct. The LeBron fucking it does numbers shit. Like for when sure. they do the finals, everybody roots for him to fail. That's why the numbers are huge. The unique situation that we're in right now is why are you starting to hate Joe Burrow? I am because, but I don't hate him yet. No, I know. I'm but, still but being swayed. Are your tables starting to turn? I think because everybody loves him. I understand that. I have not once watched him play and been like, "Whoa." That's my thing. It's also unfair for him to be giving this because we all know what the media is going to do here. Oh, yeah. They are going to turn on him yeah, so fucking fast. Yeah. So if he, what if what happened well, to fucking Pat? I'm kind of fucking feeling bad. I, I don't I think his will be slightly different in the fact that I think people will turn on him and ipso facto the media will give the people what they want. Absolutely. That's what will happen. But, it's just like with what happened with Mahomes. It'll be, you know, two years of him dominating and then if he starts to have a, a downward trajectory it's oh he's fucking dead he's figured out he's, he's this he's that and that's not fair to burrow well, this is his first year starting what has to happen to make that transformation complete which is why it happened to Mahomes when it did is you have to have somebody else coming up who's exciting if that happens it'll it'll expedite the process the reason why i don't think it'd be the worst rated like i'm not saying it'd be the top rated super bowl of all time by any means but people love joe burrow right now i just like, why he's hot in the streets why because he's fun, he's fun to watch. He's a cool. How's guy. he fun? He he threw for two hundred fucking yards last week. It doesn't what matter. are we talking it about? To do with all that? It's the fact that. He's, but it should. It, if you're watching, if you're watching the football to count statistics, like we talk about, not the, count statistics. I, but, I, we talk about the ISS all the time, and like that dude does not appear to get rattled in situations where he should get rattled at year two. ESPN has him ranked as the number two player in the Super Bowl. How? According it's, to what? It's, be, it's just because quarterbacks like ability. It's because quarterbacks are rated heavily. That's the only reason. Stafford's fifth. Well, then I don't know. It's because everybody fucking loves him. That's my point. I just don't get people, it. People will watch because they like Joe Burrow and they want to see him win. And then people will watch. Like, I looking at the thing the other day that said Joe Burrow is the fastest number one overall pick to make to the Super Bowl, and Matt Stafford is the slowest. He's in year 13 as the first overall pick to make Which to the Super Bowl. Which situation do you fall in? But I'm saying, they don't have anybody to hate, but there is so much reason to want to will one, te- one quarterback or the other to victory in the Super Bowl. The people will watch it. Cincinnati fans deserve it. A Super Bowl. For sure. Like, they definitely definitely deserve it. I just don't see what the big deal is. Like, I know the story is incredible, and I think that's part of it. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. It absolutely is a story. The transferring from Ohio State, the, the you know, the title run in LSU, the him being on his knees and the Penn State dude screaming at his back. Mm. I that's, that's, to me, what it is. And it's all the things that aren't when he's on the field. 
And I, it just, it, it kind of baffles me. Like, and he didn't have no bummy stats. Like, he wasn't no bum. He had like 3,800 yards. Like, he's not, he ain't no bum. He's, if you ask me right now where I would rank him at in the NFL and quarterbacks, I would put him in the, I'm not going to run through a list and sit here and just stall forever. I would put him in the top eight. And so, I feel like that's very just. Like, that's that's the elite. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to put this in. So it's not that I hate him. I'm, the only way I know how to convey this point is going to sound like I'm comparing the two, and I'm not. But when I watch Bengals games and I watch Joe Burrow, it's the same way I watch the Cardinals games. Like, Kyler Murray is a fun quarterback to watch. Does he do dumb shit? Does he have bad situations in football? Yes. Does Joe Burrow have flaws? Absolutely. But I, I can't think. Like, how many I times? I would take Joe Burrow 10 times out of 10 oh, with Kyler Murray. I would, too. How many times have we texted each other? Also, what he's doing with that offensive line, yeah. very incredible. How many times have we texted each other during like a Thursday night game, like this game fucking stinks? Yes. I don't think I've said that since Joe Burrow's been at Cincinnati. Like, they're just in the fucking game. I mean, they're 10 and 7. Like, it's not like they're fucking world beaters. Yeah, you know but I mean? they're not getting fucking shit stomped. And that's the thing. Like, they are in games that... And now, we're saying this, oh, they're 10 and 7 because they're in the Super Bowl and then there's all the hype. If you just said before the season the Bengals are going to go 10 and 7, that's a fucking huge win. They won four games yeah. last year. I think they won less than that. So I think they won two games. Like it's it's a little it's a little misconstrued at this point because they're in the Super Bowl and and rightfully so. Like that comes with it. I think it's the Zion thing that's doing it. It's just the Zion effect. Media's running with it. He's the darling. And yeah, I, but and he's I'm already here. Like he's what? already closer to what people expected than Zion was when he came in. Like Zion was all hype and then pew. I was one of the very motherfucking few with my hand ten feet in the fucking air saying that that shit ain't gonna work with Zion. It ain't gonna. And guess what? He ain't played a fucking second this year. Right, but... And he's 410 pounds. But at two years in in the NFL with tiny hands, because apparently that matters a lot, he's lived up to it so far. I mean, you think... Because we had conversations when he got drafted, like, is he enough to fix the Bengals? Because the Bengals were in such bad shape. They're in the goddamn Super Bowl. Like, I'm not... I know they added pieces in the coaching and everything's coming together. But they're, the Bengals were in the fucking Super Bowl. I understand that. I largely think they're in the Super Bowl because of their defense. I don't think it's because of Joe I Burrow. I think they're going to lose the Super Bowl because of their defense. But, and I don't know. I think they're going to lose the Super Bowl because of their offense. No. I think they're going to destroy Burrow. They're going to kill him. It's possible. But it won't, because, it won't be because their offense doesn't work. It'll be because we don't have time because their line's terrible. Like, it's not because of the lack of weapons or ability or anything. Because the offense has got fucking weapons for days. But they're going to have a problem with Von Miller, Aaron Donald, and depending on where Jalen, I mean Anthony Leonard Floyd's not a bum, right? But some say I, I I think it'll be I think the Rams offense will like they they, they got a gift in the Chiefs game. They had a high powered offense that they knew wasn't going to change their plan. And here's where I'll give Rams Burrow will. credit. He's got a Brady effect to him. Everybody around him is lifted up by Burrow, so he makes everybody around him play way better than they should be. For sure. Because of Burrow. And, and that if the media wasn't doing what they're doing right now, I would fucking love Joe Burrow. It's just... And that's what's more <sighs> impressive is he's in year two and that happens. Like, you get a number one overall pick and they're a team captain the next year, like, that's bullshit. They're a team captain because they're supposed to be. Yes. Because the only way you you get everybody to vote for you as team captain is you come in and you're like, hey, this is my fucking team. We're going to win, blah, blah, blah. And people, I, my opinion, that it becomes all fake or you're going to have to fucking prove it to me. We we're, we're in Cincinnati, motherfucker. Like we know this team stinks. Yeah, you ain't gonna come in and fix it. And the fact that he's like people have legitimately bought in in the locker room 
is fucking impressive in year two. Yes. Uh, also on their defense, I was listening to another show the other day, and I, I think they were saying that they had like, but on their defense, they had like second round picks or above and like seven or eight positions on defense. The Bengals do. So like they had, and all drafted within by 2018 or, or, or more recent. So, I mean, they, they don't got no fucking bums on defense. It's not like well, they got some fucking Mike Hughes is running around because we had those. Yeah, but that's testament to their fucking coaching as well. Because if you remember after the. Also, credit to fucking Zach Taylor. Who would have fucking thought right. he was coaching like this? After the Steelers traded for Minka and somebody else. Uh, the dude from the Rams. They traded for a linebacker from the Rams. Had the fucking dreads. Fast dude. Can't remember his goddamn name. Couldn't he, tell did, you. he didn't work out. Anyway, at that point, they were like, oh, the Steelers now have 11 number one picks in their defense. And the defense was good. And now it's not. And the pieces that they lost was not working when they were good. So the coordinator fucking matters. Obviously, you get eight plus first round picks. You got a good shot. You can still fuck it up. We've watched it. Yeah. Also, on the Kyler Murray front, anybody who hasn't kept up with that, that came out of nowhere. Just all of a sudden, after the Pro Bowl stopped following every. Arizona Cardinal thing that there was. Took all his photos down. He's got two posts now. Two two photos up. One from the Pro Bowl and then one, I think it was like him working out or something. It's some his shit. profile picture, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Naturally. The fucking Steelers. Let the record show, I have said Kyler Murray is overrated as fuck since he was drafted. It's panning out to look just like it. I was right. Naturally, all of the Steelers fans looking for a quarterback. I have seen a bunch of Steelers people saying, whoa, we should really be on the horn. Now, here's the deal. Would I trade for him right now with what he's making? You bet your fucking sweet ass I would. And everybody's like, well, he hasn't won anything yet. We're not going to have to pay him to trade for him. That's where you're wrong. The quarterback market has nothing to do with what you've proven. It's what the national average is. You're not going to get away with Are paying Are you going to draft another Kyler Murray in one of these in this next draft here? We're going to have to because you're, you not, gonna- you're not going to get away with paying, not paying a first-round first quarterback market value. And market value is stupid right now. I think you could get what Kyler Murray is in the NFL right now in this draft. I really do. I don't think where we're drafting without trading up. I think Willis could has the potential to be just well, as good. Well, at this point, and we still got a long way to go before the draft, that motherfucker will be talked up into the top five. So, unless true. we're going up there, we ain't getting him, and we ain't going up there. It's true. But going back to the... Uh, also, real quick, we didn't talk about Alvin Kamara beating somebody's ass. Yeah. Because Alvin Kamara definitely beat somebody's ass. Yeah. Uh According, Apparently before the Pro Bowl. Yeah, it was the day before the Pro, the Pro Bowl. Bowl. And then got arrested. The the uh, thing of the meme of Leonardo DiCaprio sitting on the couch with a cigarette pointing at the TV screen. Yeah. And it said the feds, whenever they saw Alvin Kamara running the ball in the Pro Bowl. Yeah. Whoa. Hold up. <laughs> That's him. No wonder we couldn't find him. He's in the Pro Bowl. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's a lot of he said, she said right now. I mean, he posted a $5,000 bail, which would lead you to believe it's not that fucking crazy. It's a, it's a low, first that's it a low bail. First, it came out saying that he was... Facing five years. Yeah. And then it said he was held on $5,000 bail for the night, which means he didn't fucking pay it. Which it's just like, it's a, that's, a, that's a journalist thing to do of listing what the maximum penalty is for that. Yeah, because then the pictures came out and old buddy had fucking gauze stuck to his forehead with blood that was not from his forehead. He got a fucking nose busted and his goddamn eyes swelled shut. That's just a fight. Yeah. That's kind of like when the guy came out and said Aaron Donald beat the shit out of him out in the street. And in fact, he ripped him off of somebody who... And it turns out he him. didn't. Because... Kamara's story says that dude tried to get in the elevator with him, his girl, and his friends. He put his hand on Buddy's chest and said, no, nah, we're riding in this elevator. 
He said, I'll beat your fucking ass, and then called his girl ugly. And he fucked around and found And Kamara turned around on it. The report, according to the police report, says eight or nine punches. That's just a good old-fashioned Two of which, man. after he was on the ground, then his buddies jumped in and started kicking him in the face. Hey. That's what you fucking get. That's everyday fucking instances here. Just because it's his name don't mean anything's different. Yeah, you asked for it. And you listed in the description in the police report a muscly individual. <laughs> you said muscled up individual or, or bulky individual. You knew what you were getting your motherfucking self into when you, you saw him. Fucking was? You look at Alvin Kamara, you know what's coming. Look at him. You're a motherfucker that sits on the couch thinking, I can take that guy. And you got to take him, and you didn't. You cannot. He fucked you up. Mm-mm. And you post that picture thinking he was going to make it worse, made you look stupid. Yeah, you did look dumb. But back to the Super Bowl real quick. This is how I want to put it. Who has the better offense? Rams, Bengals. Cooper Cup's weighted heavily. I'm going Rams. It's Rams. It's not close. Yep. I mean, defense. it's not close. It isn't. Bengals. Or, sorry, defense. Rams, Bengals. Bengals defense is better as a whole. There are pieces on the Rams defense that you have to weight differently. Agreed. And the whole big-time players make big-time plays. If you ask me if fucking Aaron Donald's not going to get a strip sack in the Super Bowl, I'd have to say yes if I had to bet money on it. And as we've seen multiple times, that's all that matters. The The benefit that the Bengals have going is if they get to him early, I, I don't think he'd be rattled by it. It's if they can't stop it and he just keeps getting beat down the hole. If we have a Mahomes versus the Bucks type of situation. And I think we might have that on our it's hands. Very I'm possible. not joking. It's very possible. And we talked about it before. They just didn't address their offensive line very well and went with more weapons, which has got them here. So you're you're riding this motherfucker into the ground. This ain't the fucking team to want to test out your offensive line. And they're going to. Ask Tom Brady's bleeding lips if, uh, <laughs> if this defensive line is the one to play with. Luckily, I would say Rams offense and defense have it. And I still, in the back of my mind, find myself thinking, there's just something about Cincinnati. There is. It's the whole team of destiny thing. It's very fucking real. The The other thing that Joe Burrow has on his side is regardless of anybody's feelings towards Jalen Ramsey, you can avoid him if you want to. You have enough weapons on offense. You Even if he sticks with Chase, you can go to T. Higgins, you can go to Tyler Boyd, and you'll be just fucking fine. You can dump it down to Mixon. You've got options. And that's not to say, I mean, fucking Eric Weddle came into the, the NFC Championship game and led the team tackles out of fucking nowhere. Yeah, he almost fucked them he also. Did. But I'm, but the, my point is, I'm not saying that the rest of the people on the fucking Rams secondary are bums, but the person you would avoid if you're going to is Ramsey, and you can. You can afford to. Yes. Do I think that at some point he may try to force chase the ball when he doesn't have to? Sure. Ra- we've like, seen, that's, your, that's your boy. We've you're going to throw him the ball in the Super Bowl. We've seen Ramsey get beat several times on double plays. I mean, he likes to bite. And Chase will make you bite. So we're going to see who gets the best of that. I don't think they're going to line up against each other all game until until it starts getting, you know, oh, fuck, Chase has six for 80 already right. and it's the second quarter. All right, Ramsey, it's your go. I'm personally not very high on Ramsey. Did I want him whenever he was being in trade rumors? <laughs> of course, because he's better than everything we have. Right. But I am not very high on Jalen Ramsey. He sags off. He's a zone coverage bite, bite if there's a pump fake corner. He's Marcus Peters, just like Dakota's called him before. I'm not personally very high on him. I don't understand how he gets the pro football focus grade that he gets, but fuck pro football focus. They're bums. I hate them. They are so fucking anti-Kansas City that I officially hate their fucking <laughs> guts. I'm never going to understand any of that. How are you going to tell me Patrick Mahomes is the, is the sixth best quarterback going to the playoffs? The sixth <laughs> best. Are we serious? So we will okay. have an episode right before the Super Bowl. I don't know when it's going to get, when it's going to drop. So we'll save the score prediction. 
You're picking Rams. I am. And I I, I want to hedge my stuff because I, it would be awesome to see Cincinnati win one. But I want Matt Stafford to get a ring. And I also don't want to have to deal with five months of the aftermath of the media if Cincinnati wins. Not trying to hear it. Uh, you're, I'm gonna tell you something. You're you're gonna you're just gonna hear about Joe Burrow. I don't care if they lose. Like it's gonna he's it. The Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, Mahomes. Whether you like it or not, it's gonna be the next wave it's for just, however long. That it just has such a different bang when you say the other two names and then Joe Burrow. It's like what? That's because you've seen the other two do it for I feel for longer. I feel like that's true. If this continues. I mean, it's not going to, it's not going to be crazy. Cause you think about it. Like you think about big Ben, Eli, Peyton, Tom, like they didn't come in the same year. That's crazy. They're all three in the AFC. Right. Right. But they didn't all come in the same year, but they were all lumped together and nobody thought twice about it. Once they've been in for a while, this I would take thing. Justin Herbert over Joe Burrow. Athletic ability. Yes. Who has the better arm? The brain. No. Burrow's brain. Right, which Tom has but made a fucking living. Everything else that Herbert fucking has, I take ten times out of ten for sure. Um, but I'm I'm not, and I'm not but saying Burrow's, Joe Burrow Burrow's is Tom got, Brady. Burrow's got big dick energy. The point being, like Tom Brady had the advantage on none of the fucking athletic ability, correct? And just continued to embarrass motherfuckers. Correct. If he's got that year two, now it could be it could be fucked up. He could get fucked up and see ghosts, all that shit. He could be ruined mentally, whatever. Assuming he's not, this could get interesting. Because he's and that's the thing you're gonna hate. He's gonna have that. Everybody's gonna tell him that everybody's more athletic than him, bigger, stronger, faster, whatever. If he keeps going at this rate with his progressing, you know, mental like Mahomes, with year two or three, whatever, and he's like, I started figuring out how to read defenses. Like he's gonna he's gonna learn shit too. It's gonna get interesting. It's gonna be this. We got we are set up for fucking everybody who's concerned. Oh, Brady's gone. Rogers maybe gone. Ben's gone. All this stuff. We're fucking strap in because the way the game's going, high powered offenses and these fucking quarterbacks. We got Mahomes, treats for days. Mahomes, Allen, Herbert, Burrow. You could say Lamar because he is fun to watch. Also funny to watch, but fun to watch. I mean, the AFC is fucking loaded. Oh, yeah. I feel like there's other AFC quarterbacks that I'm not even mentioning. Derek Carr's not terrible. Who else is fucking fantastic in the AFC? Deshaun Watson, but we don't know. Deshaun Watson is fantastic. I mean, it's fucking unbelievable. We'll with, see. with nothing over there in Houston. Yeah, I'll never forget him coming to Kansas City. Not in the playoffs <laughs> when we won, but yeah. when he fucking thumped us. Yeah. Oh, we're set up. It's going to be good stuff. So what's your pick? That was Rams. What do you think score? And this may shift by the time we record on Sunday. This Rams, may shift. Rams this by is, nine. That it's Super Bowl-wise, that's a big win. I'll go Rams 13 plus. I'm going to say Rams by nine, and it'll be a dagger field goal. Like it'll be six in crunch time, and Stafford gets him down there and kicks the field goal. Put it out of reach. They wouldn't even have to. They just run the ball. Well, I'm saying if they get stopped, if ah. they get stuffed. It's oddly specific. It is. But I'm going to go with it. 10 plus. 10 plus is what I say. Double digits. We'll see. And this could change on Sunday. Who knows? All I know is we appreciate you. Absolutely. Spread the word. Tell your friends. Check out Inside the Hog Pen. Mm. Subscribe if you have not. Check out our YouTube because hope maybe. Again, we're going to fucking. <laughs> we're going to YouTube stream 
post-game reaction on Saturday. If all goes well, Dakota's not too busy, I'm not too busy. Get a little quick little recap on on uh, Saturday. We'll set it up live where everybody can see it. Everybody can comment in. We can interact. And then I'm hoping I'll start tinkering with the camera this weekend, figuring out how to fucking get all that shit going, and let's shoot for Wednesday having video with our setup here. All right. Let's shoot for Wednesday. T D B. So Wednesday will be video streamed unless it's not. Show's over. As always, thanks for listening. Be sure to check out our website, www.slightlybiasedsports.com, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Follow us on social media. And if you haven't told your friends, you're wrong. <laughs>